If you are on to round two, then we are here for you. Bars! It is the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast, and we are here for you. And the way that we are going to mold our thoughts and give you what we think is going to happen, which, by the way, our predictions the last couple weeks, not to toot our own horn, have been spot on, on fire in terms of confidence plays. And we're going to give you confidence plays again this week, plus all the news, plus the mailbag, plus the rankings. It's all here. Everything you need, and it's all it's all coming from the Fantasy Football by Brodo app, the only tool you need to dominate fantasy football, and it is absolutely free. And the reason it is absolutely free is because of the patrons over at patreon.com slash Fantasy who support the show, keep the show running, and help us pay for everything, including an application. So thank you to the to the patrons. I know there's a lot of patrons in games this week that I know must be doing something right. Let's start the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com and the Fantasy Football by Brodo app, the only tool you need to dominate fantasy football. Yeah, 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 yeah. This this uh, intro never gets old to me. And you know what else never gets old to me? Introducing the man to my left or right, depending on which angle you're looking at this. Mr. Michael Pachopoulos, the greatest in the game right now, if I must say so myself. What up, Tim? Yo, let me just start by saying this. I'm playing Johnny this week in our home league in the semifinals. Woo! We are both dealing with the brother on both crime. Yeah, we both had fortunate seasons dealing with a lot of stuff but able to get into the playoffs now we're playing each other in the semis and johnny had demarcus robinson in his lineup until yesterday yeah. and he took him out and i was like i'm kind of glad he's taking him out i did not expect demarcus robinson to have six catches 82 yards and a touchdown in one half no that's what's happening right now i'm not DeMarcus watching robinson a 17.2 half pbr fantasy points oh my god half. i told johnny to take him out because tutu's playing Wow. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> Whoa. Who would have saw that coming? Tutu's playing. Yeah, I thought I mean, he was he, losing uh, his job. See, that uh, That was one thing that I think confused people because Tutu missed last week with a concussion. Um, but Tutu played the week before, and Demarcus Robinson kind of took the job already, but people kind of didn't realize that was happening. No, because didn't he take the job because he left with a concussion? Well, he, st- he started... Thing. He started playing closer to Tutu like three weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, he started playing more. Then Tutu got hurt. And then he kind of just completely took over the wide receiver three role. So some people thought Tutu would come back and take over again. That's certainly not the case. Wow. Johnny is going to be angry at me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't blame you. Sorry, Johnny. It was a difficult matchup against New Orleans and everything, but few. Yeah. Few for me. Few is right because that would have been a. That would have been something. Well, he's he he has a he's might be what is he who does he have there right now? Uh Curtis Samuel against the Jets. Curtis Samuel against the Jets. Oof, that's a tough one. He also has Hunter Henry in his flex. So I'm glad Hunter Henry's playing Denver. Otherwise, that wouldn't be the case. He would have Demarcus Robinson in there. Yeah. I mean, I t- I am kinda I'm kinda the one that led him towards Hunter Henry. I'll be I'll be Thank talking about him. <laughs> I'll be talking about Hunter Henry uh, later in this game. Hey, I don't think 17 points out of the question. Let's put it that way for Hunter Henry. Um, maybe not the first half, but let's get let's get into it today. Uh, player news because there are some there are big player news, uh, big big time um, pieces of player news, including 
Uh, some news that dropped today. Trevor Lawrence in concussion protocol did not practice today. I mean, if I was a betting man, I'd say Trevor Lawrence does not play next week. So what does that what does that do to his weapons? What does that do to everyone around him? I'm sure that there's many people uh, with Travis Etienne on their rosters uh, going into the playoffs. I know I'm one of them who has Travis Etienne on my on my playoff roster that's playing this Sunday. Um, people probably have Calvin Ridley. People probably have Evan Ingram, um, who came on strong at the, at the end of the year. Uh, how do you, what are you looking at, Michael? How are you looking at this? Yeah, this is clearly not ideal um, for the Jaguars or her fantasy managers. I mean, the Jaguars were eight and three, and people were like, oh, they could even get the number one seed. And now they're eight and six, and they could be bounced out of the playoffs if they yeah. continue losing. They were, they were the number one seed for like two hours, and yeah. then like four o'clock game knocked them out, the, the, the Dolphins. Yeah, and I, I always thought the Jaguars were slightly fraudulent, um, but not to the point where they wouldn't make the playoffs. And a three-game losing streak, and now they got Tampa, who's riding high after last week's victory against Green Bay. They're also fighting for a playoff spot. Really bad timing for Lawrence to get hurt. Um, yeah, it's just unfortunate, and he is, like like you said, likely to be out still dealing with the concussion. He was one of my confidence plays this week until I found out that he was missing practice again today, and then the newest report about an hour or so ago um, on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. How could you trust? I mean, Calvin Ridley hasn't really done much at all when he's been the alpha-type receiver. He's yeah. always been way better with Christian Kirk and Zay Jones on the field. Now, Zay Jones is also not practicing. Kirk's out the year. Like, we're going to have C.J. Beathard throwing to P, uh, Parker Washington and Evan Ingram and company. It's not looking good. And, and Travis Etienne has also fallen off from his high-end RB1 status since the offense has slowed down because – he was really getting carried by touchdowns, but they're not scoring like that right now. And when you look at the Buccaneers too, this is a team that has turned it around pretty pretty well. Their, their team has been their team is they're trending up. Um, yeah. Baker's playing well. The defense is getting better over the last three weeks. Uh, they're the, they've gone from middle of the pack against the against the quarterback to a negative matchup. They've dropped six points to the twenty first matchup rank. They're minus four up. Uh, percent over average so they're under the average of the quarterback um and they're they've they've been a great run defense all year and right now they are 29th so the third worst matchup for running backs um and when you think of etn you might think of oh but he's you know he gets receptions too um but minus 21 percent on running back percentage is the 26th best matchup and that's dropped three spots over the past um three weeks so not an easy matchup for already with Trevor Lawrence and then you put CJ Beathard, who I might ha I have to reiterate, shockingly handsome, surprisingly handsome. I do, uh, I do want to shout out Baker though. He was my confidence play yes. last week, and that was a good call, the, Michael. The QB two overall on the week, his best performance of the year, and also shout out to Baker Mayfield, twenty four touchdowns, eight interceptions this year, thirty three hundred passing yards, resurrecting his career. This really just goes to show you, like. Who, wh how many of these quarterbacks that people think are toast can actually perform at a high level when they have weapons and smart coaching? And like you see what happened with Geno Smith last year when he had DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and company. He resurrected his career. Now Baker Mayfield, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rashad White, and company. Like you never really know what these guys are, I guess. Also, like, not for nothing, this is the, this is his fifth year in the league. You know, like, 
everyone's everyone's yeah. expected to perform. It's just like one of those those domino effect kind of things because you put in the rookie wage scale and because of that everyone wants to win with a rookie quarterback. Like look at the look at the Niners right now. The reason you could pay all those people is because you're playing Brock Purdy less than a million dollars per year. They make he's making like eight hundred and twenty five thousand. Yeah. And you I know what do you want to say, Tim? Because we uh we've always had the Baker or Sam Darnold argument. Obviously, right now the answer would be Baker based on this season. But I, if Sam Darnold was the quarterback for the 49ers, I really wonder what the conversation would be. Yeah, it's I, you know, I I love Brock Purdy. I love the story, and I like the way he plays. I, I like his attitude. Like he doesn't really. Everyone's shitting on him, and he's just kind of going about his business and not giving a shit. Uh, and he might win MVP. Like yeah. he might. He's on pace right now to have. The highest quarterback rating in 49ers history, the most touchdowns in 49ers history, and I think the most yards in 49ers history. And you're talking about guys that he's beating for these records are named Steve Young and Joe Montana. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not nothing. I know it's a different game, but it's not yeah. nothing. The uh, Michael Salfino of the Athletic is trying to make an argument that Christian McCaffrey should be the MVP. Um, basically the last, the last couple running backs to do what Christian McCaffrey's doing this year were MVPs, um, Emmett Smith, I think, and then a different running back. We're in a day and age where running backs, like don't win MVPs anymore. It's like a QB, um, a QB trophy nowadays. But I mean, we've seen that offense, like not this year, Christian McCaffrey stayed healthy for the most part, but we've seen that offense with and without Christian McCaffrey over the last like two years. And it's, it's like night and day. The thing is also with that with and without Brock Purdy. That too. Yeah. Like, but even like we haven't seen that this year, though. Last year when Brock Purdy got hurt, what who was Jimmy G was also hurt, right? Like, so it's it was the third string quarterback. And Josh Johnson, I think, they came in, right, in the playoffs. So that's can't really can Trey really Lance can't was hurt. rely on so Josh really the fourth, yeah. really the fourth string quarterback. Cause cause Trey Lance was there. Yeah, true. Um, you know what? Not to not to to harp on the on the forty nine. You know, what? Oh, let's not harp on the forty nine. Let's, let's let's keep this going. Let's keep this moving. Um, the Kenneth Walker uh, shoulder remains sidelined for Thursday's practice. This one kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, he completely took over the backfield last week in a big win. I don't know if you saw Steve uh, Pete Carroll going nuts, but that was cool. Yeah. Uh, Back to back did not practice is now new injury. Dude, what the hell? Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, yes, Kenneth Walker. Now back to back did not practice. I think I'm not, if if I have Kenneth Walker and Michael, I know you have Kenneth Walker in that matchup you were talking about. Um, if I have him, I'm not panicking quite yet, but panic mode seems on the horizon. Yeah, I was planning on talking about Ken Walker in the second half of this episode, but yes. Um, the Friday report is going to be very important. The Thursday because... report did not do your research well, Michael. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's supposed to be Ken Walker and T-Law as two of the picks. But um, yeah, with Ken Walker, we've seen the Seahawks play this game with their running backs. And Friday they return and then they, uh, you know, they're off the injury report by Sunday. So Friday is going to be very telling in my opinion, especially because Wednesday was a uh, the walkthrough for them this week because they played on Monday night. Um, so they're kind of like a day back, you know what I mean, in terms of like, in terms of uh, getting ready for the next game, um, if it was a typical Sunday game. So I do think Friday is going to be telling because that's kind of like their Thursday 
of a of a normal week if they weren't playing on Monday night, or if they hadn't played on Monday night rather. Um, Odell Beckham absent from th- Thursday's practice due to an illness. Man, I, I gotta say I'm a teacher at a school, and there's like five teachers that have COVID. Really? Knock on wood, but it's COVID season, man. This thing is it, COVID flu and cold season. That's what it just is these days. So yeah, um, he's sick in some way. Uh, so should be able to play um, on Monday night. Uh, Michael, I mean, Michael, uh, Raiders tight end, Michael Mayer. That's why uh, did not practice on Thursday. Um, so if you were planning on playing him, but I, I want to get into the next uh, Raiders guy. Uh, Josh Jacobs did not practice on Thursday. So we saw a lot of work. Um, for Zamir White in Josh Jacobs' absence. How are you feeling about Zamir White if Josh Jacobs doesn't play this week? Yeah, the issue with Zamir White is that, if I'm not mistaken, they play Monday night, right? Yes. Uh, actually, the... not Monday night, Monday afternoon, 1 p.m. There's a couple yeah, time Kansas slots City. on Monday because it's Christmas Day. Is there an 8.30, 8 o'clock Monday game? I don't know, man. They're trying to, they're trying to take Christmas from us. Yeah, I mean, I mean, NFL on Christmas is better than NBA on Christmas. So. I agree, but I mean, I won a championship once on a Travis Kelsey touchdown on Christmas, which, by the way, people, is my birthday. Yeah, so imagine having a big play. It was like a 70-yard touchdown. A big play to win a fantasy championship on your birthday also on Christmas. I think that might be peak of my life. I think it's all downhill from there. Yeah, uh, but yeah, there is a there is a Monday night game, Ravens and 49ers. So three games on Monday, but they – so, like, if you stick with Samir White – you'd have to have a backup of like a giant Eagle Raven or 49er. Um, The thing is Josh Jacobs right now is kind of expected to play. So I'd probably go with the alternative, but again, it's only Thursday. So you do have time to see if that clears up. But if, if Josh Jacobs were to be ruled out, I mean, we saw what Zamir white was able to do last week. He was the lead guy. He saw targets. Um, He was, he not, I wouldn't say a workhorse, but he was the clear lead back and against KC, the, Raiders, for whatever reason, tend to have a good running game every time they play against Casey. Josh Jacobs had a massive game against them um, last year, had a good game against them already this year. So he would be an interesting flex type option. I mean, couldn't have said it better myself, sir. Um, Tony Pollard said there is a night and day difference with his health compared to the beginning of the season. Um, that could that could explain things a little bit. Um Devon Achain returned on a limited practice on Thursday. He's he has not been the same since coming back. He they've it's kind of been the Raheem Mostert, not kinda. It's been the Raheem Mostert show. Uh, this guy has taken over in terms of the backfield. Now Achain still gets some work, don't get me wrong. Um, but he's just not hitting the big plays at the same clip that he was before he got injured. And just like I don't think the injury has anything to do with that. It's just like he was hitting the big plays so frequently that you can't yeah. sustain that. Um but this is a playoff matchup. Do you play him? What's the deal? Yeah, the issue with the chain is that, like you said, the big play, the biggest like big play hasn't been there. He's still been like producing with his opportunities in the last two weeks. Ten fantasy points, eight fantasy points, the RB26 and RB31 and half PPR format. So it's not like he's been useless. Those are flex worthy numbers. Yep. Um, so the fact that he's still but flex worthy. But uh, yeah, you know, exactly. You know, it's not, not RB. It's not RB four overall, right? Um, but the fact that he's still flex worthy, um, bad matchup on paper against Dallas, but a high, um, high scoring possibility in this game, which I like. If I have Devonta Chain, um, I'm likely starting him. I don't know who your options are, but like I'm starting him this week in my 
in my home league. I do think he still has um, a very high ceiling. Oh, he has to just break one out. Because like I said, two weeks ago, Tua missed him on a should-be-like 70-yard passing touchdown. People would be talking about him a completely different way if they were able to connect on that pass. Uh, also, to note, he's playing the Cowboys. Cowboys, obviously, a bad uh, a bad matchup for all positions, really, um, but particularly the, the running back, 27th overall in terms of best matchup, and that's six spots down from earlier. So already a, a bad matchup, an even worse matchup. Uh, only 15.7 points allowed to running backs per game. That's minus 18 points, uh, percent points over uh, average. So, or, or I should say points under average, but we can't do that. We got to say minus because the, the name of a thing is points over average. We, we should probably figure that out. Um, <laughs> um, Tyreek Hill returned to a limited practice on Thursday. So you are definitely happy to get uh, Tyreek Hill back if you missed him last week. I just happened to have Noel Brown take his spot, so I did not. I could say that I did not miss Tyree Kill last week, but it was definitely a heartbreaker right when I had to take him out of the lineup uh, right before, uh, went right on Sunday. Uh, that was definitely a heartbreaker. Um, I wonder how many teams out there didn't have a Noel Brown that it really it really hurt them because he's a, this guy scores 20 points a week, and all of a sudden on Sunday he's ruled out tough. Um, but he's going to be playing this week. Do you have any like doubts about him or anything like of that nature. I mean, if you have Tyree kill and you're considering not playing him, you're a psycho. So yeah, just <laughs> play Tyree kill. Um, Will Levis did not practice on Thursday because of an angle, which means the true throw value King Ryan Tannehill can come back in a very, very good matchup. Michael, a very, very good matchup. Michael. I'm getting a little excited here. Michael, let me ask you a question. All right. If you're, let's say, obviously you're not playing Ryan Tannehill, but say you're in a two, two quarterback league and you're desperate and Ryan Tannehill is out there. You're talking about they're playing Seattle in terms of true matchup rank. Let's check this out right now on the Fantasy Football by Broto app. Uh, Seattle, the 14th matchup for quarterbacks. So a plus matchup for quarterbacks. Michael, what are you thinking? Is a true value king back for one last hurrah? The GOAT, Ryan Tannehill. Um, look, I have DeAndre Hopkins in my home league. So for his sake, I hope Ryan Tannehill um, plays well in uh, Tannehill's defense. Um, Will Levis has not been tremendous during his time as a quarterback. Besides his first game, he's certainly uh, dealt with the ups and downs of a rookie season been, since he's then. He's been good for a rookie. I will say that. Uh, he's had his flashes. He's also, you know, yeah. struggled at times. But um we know who Ryan Tannehill is. I just hope he's able to get the damn ball to DeAndre Hopkins. Um, he's also a veteran, though. I don't think he's going to, like, have any trouble stepping back into um, the QB1 position. Can we just take this time to just thank Ryan Tannehill? Because it is week 16. It used to be championship week. Um, so thank you, Ryan Tannehill, for winning us and so many of the Brodo listeners championships over the years because you were literally a cheat code. You would finish as QB two or QB for like four years in a row. It was like between QB two and QB seven and you would be undrafted. You just, you just fall to us at the very, very end. And uh, it allowed us to build incredible teams without having to drop the quarterback. So thank you, Ryan. We appreciate you. Thank you for all the championships. Um, all right, let's go into the next one. Devontae Smith did not practice on Thursday. Ooh, this one's interesting. This is a yeah. knee injury. Um, I don't remember this being an issue until now. 
uh, unless I'm mistaken. Um, he, he says here he's played 94% of the team's offensive snaps. Listed as an injury. I don't remember seeing him on the Wednesday injury report. What? This is this is whoa 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 whoa. What's going on here, Mike? Yeah, uh, this is another thing like Ken Walker. It's just like shit. When did this happen? Yeah. Um, but again, they played Monday night, so they are like you could kind of say it's kind of like a Wednesday practice. So you're not entirely sure if it's like something soup you have to be super worried about or not. Um, if you have Devontae Smith, though, this is certainly not ideal. So to Ken Walker, like you do not want to see this. You like you want to play him. You want him to be healthy. Um, and he's also in a matchup against the uh, the Giants where it's not like the Giants have a fucking scary secondary that you have to be afraid of. So certainly something to keep an eye on. We should get a better idea by tomorrow. I'll tell you one thing. Um, the Giants are very good against the tight end this season. But if Devontae Smith is out, Dallas Goddard would be uh, very, very interesting. You shouldn't be playing this guy anyway, but Marquise Brown, uh, he has a heel injury. He did not practice on Thursday. Talk about like uh, something that makes no sense. Kyler comes back. The reason why they even got Hollywood is because they were teammates in college. They had a good rapport when, when Kyler was there. And then all of a sudden, he just disappeared. And uh, I know it's a, I know he's a man beater and people play zone a lot more these days. So that's you know, been the reason why, um, you know, people who analyze the routes like I'm don't get me wrong. I know what I'm looking at, but I'm not someone who analyzes tape. Um, there are people out there who analyze tape who blame that reason on Marquise Brown. But he just com completely fell off the earth. He's like had one good game. With Kyler Murray, like, damn, yeah, very odd. What the hell happened? Odd. I don't really know what happened, but now he's a DNP, like you said. He's he's, Greg he's Dorch worthless. Is a DNP. Michael Wilson might end up being a sneaky flex option in like sixteen-team desperation type leagues, or even in leagues where there's some injuries. Trey Where's McBride he? is going to see like 150 targets again, though. What a what a pickup he's been, Trey McBride. Yeah, he's been a God's godsend for people. Also hard university. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, Zach Moss did not practice, which means Jonathan Taylor could be in for the Jonathan lion's Taylor share. practiced in full. He did. So he could be in for the lion's yeah. share of these of these carries. And not just not just half of them or over half of them. With Zach, if Zach Moss was in play, it's gonna be at the Jonathan Taylor show uh against the Steelers. So how you've I'm sorry, not against the Steelers. Uh, that was last week. They played the Steelers last week. Um, this week, the Colts play... Where are you? Where are you, Colts? In the yeah, Atlanta. Right now there you go. Atlanta. You go. Atlanta. Uh, so the Colts play Atlanta. So... I mean, it's, a, it's not a great matchup, but it's not a bad matchup. It's a decent matchup. I mean, you got to be excited if you have Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I mean, returning full, to a full practice, back-to-back um, -back days, and Zach Moss being injured, like you, that means you have nothing to worry about. Like Jonathan Taylor is likely to see like 75, 80% of the snaps. So, yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson did not practice. He's uh, battling that concussion. Uh, obviously, you know, Trevor Simeon starting for the Jets. It, it's... This is an interesting matchup because the Jets are the in the very last ranked offense in the league, but the the uh, the Commanders are the 
very worst defense in the league. So, you know, it's like what happens when a very movable object meets a extremely stoppable force? Yeah. What will prevail? Right now, Vegas has the Jets scoring 20. The Jets score 20, that would be like an offensive explosion. Honestly, I, I'm i not even like a – I mean, I know Trevor Simeon's likely to start and everything, but I don't know. The Washington defense has been so bad this year. Now they don't have Sweat and Young. Like, even their best fantasy games, I think they've reached double digits like once all year. Like, there's way – there's plenty of other defenses I prefer to Washington. Just not – I mean, I know they have the great – the great matchup against the Jets, but like they just don't do anything. Yeah, like, I, I they don't do anything. I wasn't suggesting playing Washington's defense. No, I'm just saying I know they're <laughs> like a popular they're a popular ad this week because of the matchup. People like to stream matchups, of course, no. makes sense. But I'm looking at that more of what like what's Brees Hall gonna do rather than like because look, I know you can sack the quarterback very easily against the Jets, but no one's sacking the quarterback. Like when you pick defenses, everyone should know this who's listening. When you pick defenses, you don't go for who's going to give up the least points or who has the best matchup. You go over who's going to get the most sacks and who has chances for turnovers. Sacks, turnovers, sacks, turnovers. That's what you need to be looking for in your defense. Uh, Alexander Madison did not practice Thursday, which is big because Ty Chandler had a better game than Alexander Madison had all week. And then Kevin O'Connell, the head coach, basically came out and was like, basically, huh? All year. All year. That's what I meant to say. And I mean, basically, uh, the head coach, Kevin O'Connell, came out and said that Alexander Madison is going to be the backup. And like when he comes back, he's going to be a depth piece. And they're excited about Ty Chandler. Like I'm going to be talking about Ty Chandler a little later. And I think that you could even play Ty Chandler if Alexander Madison plays. But he didn't practice Thursday. It doesn't look like he's going to. Yeah. Yeah. Keenan Allen. It looks like Madison's going to be out, though. So, yeah. Yeah. Keenan Allen with a heel is out for week 16 against the Bills. Um, I'd be shocked if Keenan Allen played again this year. Yeah. There's literally no reason to rush him back or even like, not even rush him back. Like, he could be 85% healthy and still, it's like, what's the point? Just keep him healthy. It just shows like the domino effects. Like, one of the reasons why this year has been so crazy is because there's been so many quarterback injuries. So it's like the domino effect of the quarterback injury, like Justin Herbert goes down and then it's just like, boom, 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 boom. Everyone worthless on the chargers. Um, yep. Deontay Foreman missed practice because of a personal matter. So not an injury, but I do want to ask you like last week he was extremely ineffective. Although some of that, he did get goal line carries, right? So there's that uh, extremely ineffective. Then Roshan Johnson came and took over that backfield. This is a very, very good matchup against the Cardinals. Not only is this is the best matchup against the Cardinals. How are you feeling about the Chicago backfield? It's like Deontay Foreman not at practice, but he did start the game. He has been kind of the workhorse. Do you think they shift over to Roshan? Do you think they go back to Deontay? Like, how are you? How are you looking at this? Because someone's gonna have a good game in this game. Like, it's impossible not to have a good game against the Cardinals. So someone's gonna have a good game. Yeah, and I mean, it's like. Roshan Johnson is like the the guy now, you know, every week there's a new guy in, in Chicago and him being the guy, he had five carries last week. He had six targets, but like, I don't know, man, we're talking about the Chicago Bears who their number one runner is their QB. Like when they get to the red zone, Deontay Foreman scored a couple times, but Justin Fields is he's he's like Lamar Jackson, you know, like you could always run it in, except I mean, this year they've been relying on Gus Edwards at the goal line and 
in Baltimore. But you know what I mean. Like you never know if like who's going to even run it in when they do get to goal line rushing territory. So unless I'm desperate, I'm not trying to start any bear running back. But if I had to, it'd be Rashawn Johnson at this point. Interesting. Interesting. I So let me ask you a question, Michael. Would you start Jerry Judy or Deontay Foreman? Jerry Judy. Yeah. yeah but, but Jerry Judy, you're forgetting that he sucks. Uh, he's led the team in targets in the last couple weeks, 70 yards last week. Yes, but you're not taking into account that he sucks. No, I'm taking into account the lack of skill. Just we're also talking about Deontay Foreman, bro. Does does Joey Bosa on the low have a, have Max Scherzer eyes? And I never noticed. Definitely not. It it looks like in his in his picture right here that he has one brown eye and one blue eye. Definitely not. Um, <laughs> um. Just clicking on his picture made me lose my place here. Michael Pittman practiced in full on Thursday after getting walloped in one of the dirtiest hits of the year. Um, man, if he plays, you're going to play him, right? Wallop Baloo. Yeah, if Michael Pittman plays, you play Michael Pittman, especially because uh, concussions aren't injuries where it really affects the, the play once the player returns. In the least surprising news of the week, Jamar Chase is out. Uh, you expected that. Rumor yeah, had it that. Unfortunate. He was supposed to have a MRI on Monday, and he couldn't get his shoulder in the MRI machine. That's how much pain it was in. And that's why they had to push the MRI back. Hey, hey, hey. He's not going to play. Unless that I'm sounds making... great for week 17. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I think that you should be making plans to not have Jamar Chase for the remainder of the fantasy season. Um, Sorry, Mike. CJ Stroud also did not practice on Thursday. Um, it's going to be Case Keenum again. I, I was surprised when I saw Case Keenum starting. I, I kind of went into the week with the impression that Davis Mills would be starting. Uh, so yeah, that's what we thought on Thursday. It was kind of like a surprise change, but I guess they wanted the veteran presence in there because, again, they do need to win games. Like, they're right in the middle of the playoff on two. It worked out. Yeah. He played well. Um, Jarek McKinnon did not play, and Isaiah Pacheco was a full go. So yeah. seems like Isaiah Pacheco, I mean, you're going to put him right back in your lineup. He's been fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I started McKinnon in a couple of leagues the last couple of weeks, and now I just cut him because, like, he's injured and he's, like, what, once Pacheco returns, what's he really going to do? So, yeah, but, but Pacheco, yeah, play him. He's back. He's like a soldier for hire. We appreciate your yeah. service, sir. The uh, good salute. old streaming running back. Looks like Mason Rudolph is going to start for the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's disgusting. Bro, how did it get so bad? I think everyone kind of knew that the Steelers were fraudulent. They, like, they remember that? When they were like in first place, and it was a whole thing about the Steelers have been outscored by like a hundred points, and they're they're like they're over five hundred, and it was like this. You kind of saw the the you know the floor was going to be taken out from under them. Did you see that Najee Harris run last week where he just completely missed a hole and ran directly into a defender? Uh, no, I did not. Oh my god, Michael! If you haven't seen that, bro, you have to see that shit. It is crazy. It is Najee Harris's holy moly. Um, James Cook returned to practice. That is good. I think that's it, Michael. I think we're wrapping up the news here, and we're ready to go on to the second part. Patreon.com slash Brodo Fantasy. Uh, let me put that banner up right here. We got the banners in this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where yeah, that banner yeah. is. Uh, Patreon.com slash Brodo Fantasy. Uh, there's so many folders and so many banners. Aye, aye, aye. Um, if you want to come support the show and if you want to listen to this episode in full, we'll be giving you our confidence plays. I might add last week. Oh, there it is. Thanks, Mike. You're last welcome. week's confidence plays, man. The week before that, we've been hitting them. So come see us. Uh, Patreon.com slash Broad Fantasy. And of course, the mailbag. The mailbag is a juicy one this week. I know we usually don't look at the mailbag before, 
uh, to keep it fresh, but I had to this week. Like I had to put the some research into my start sits, and you know they work out like they. I mean, I don't, well, I'm not gonna act like it's every time, but they were they work out a majority of the time. That's why these people continue to pay us. Um, so you know, I haven't. I, I never peak. I mean, I do my studying. You know, I got to keep it, got to keep it focused on the players only, and then you decide once you get the uh, the options. Well, I've I did a I've I've looked at them, so I'm familiar. So I'll be prepared for. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm not going to ask Michael to clarify who it is uh, five times per question, though. Yeah, yeah. Here, Michael, what'd you have for dinner tonight, bro? Uh, I went to this place, got picked up food called Hot Peppers. It's basically a uh, Chipotle, but less expensive and like slightly larger variety of toppings and such. And they don't use seed oils. I yeah, don't you see those got brown rice and uh, and spinach half and half, you know, try to keep it a little lighter. Nice, nice, nice. I'm not a big fan of cooked spinach. Not about that. No, it was raw spinach. Uh, we had a uh, we had a uh, some noodles and nice. but Maria made lamb chopped meat instead of, um, you yep. know, beef chopped meat. And then she put a little cinnamon. And it tasted like pasticho, bro. It was, it was phenomenal. That sounds phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Pasticho, classic Greek dish, if you don't know. Yeah, if you've never had a pasticho, get yourself a pasticho. Twitter.com slash BrotoFantasy or X.com or whatever the hell. BrotoFantasy, BrotoFantasy on Instagram and all that other stuff. Uh, BrotoFantasy. Follow us. Our, our yeah, handles. Yeah. Uh, YouTube.com slash BrotoFantasy. Peace out. See you. Later. See you. Hello from the other side.